Blog Talk Radio. The Keys is proud to announce The Communicators. Airing Saturdays at 7 p.m. With your host, Brother Leroy. Broadcasting from the heart of Harlem, USA. Good evening, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the First Class Citizens of the World Show, Blog Talk Radio, The Keys 107. I'm Brother Leroy, your host, and I'm thankful to the Most High for blessing us with another day on this good earth, another day to be with you, you to be with us, to exchange information that you in turn can pass on to friends and relatives and broaden the perspective of critical thinking and critical analysis within our community, within humanity in general. It must be kept in mind that America has been in a program of being dumbed down. And for those of you who doubt that, just go to the Internet and put in to Google Charlotte Isabit. I-S-E-R-B-Y-T-E, or put in the dumbing down of America and see the information that clicks up. What this means is that alternative media, such as Blog Talk Radio, no. the Keys 07, is there for you to gain information outside the box. Without further ado, tonight's topic is gifted and talented for all. It's the fourth in a series of presentations that we're doing dealing with the so-called gifted and talented programs that dot the American cities and are primarily located in non-black areas. As a result, parents and guardians go into a scramble to get their children into a district outside of their neighborhood to be one of the so-called elite going to a gifted and talented school. In the meantime, the youngsters left behind who are not in the gifted and talented programs are indeed possibly and probably, and based on history, more talented and more gifted than the ones who get into these programs. The only difference is that the cultivation of the talents and gifts is in a formalized situation as opposed to how we hit and miss and come into the talent and greatness that we have outside of the talent and the gifted schools. My particular purpose, ladies and gentlemen, as a host, pulling together this series is to broaden our perspective that each and every human being is gifted and talented. Tonight's guest is a young man whom we met at Bowie State University in Maryland. Minister Farrakhan spoke there a few months ago, and one of the speakers who preceded him was indeed our guest this evening, and his name is Raymond Shorter. He heads up the Black Male Agenda at Bowie State University. I want to thank you for joining us. God bless you, my brother. God bless you too, sir. It's a wonderful, wonderful moment to be spending this time with you and the rest of the, the family. 
We're going to get into it quickly, and that is uh, the uh, statistics show that many of the youngsters from the black community and probably from the other communities, but I'm dealing with the black community specifically, uh, as they are blessed to enter in the college programs, the retention rate is extremely small, that there's a great fall off as a result of they are not being acclimated to serious work, that they were poorly prepared in the high schools around the country to enter into the next step of college and universities. However, the black male agenda was developed for reasons that you're going to share with us, and you're going to share the results of the black male agenda to date, and we're going to take calls from the audience. So share with us the thought and intent behind the black male agenda at Bowie State University, what it does, and the results thus far. Well, thank you. Um, the Black Male Agenda is a student organization that we have at Bowie State University. Uh, started in September the 22nd, 2008. It was based on a group of young men realized that it was a lot of issues that was going on with some of the freshman males in the residence hall. So I met with them to come together to formulate an African-centered black males group to have black men to be able to get on the forefront uh, and take charge and take lead to helping to build a community. It was really inspired by when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on, uh, called on October 16, 1995, for 2 million black men to come to Washington and to take on the call to be in that leadership role to really help to cultivate and to develop their communities. So Black Male Agenda was formed based on that basis. And so we work to really to help with the black community on and off campus at Bowie State University. These young black men really gain a lot of knowledge of who they are, uh, focus a lot more on their cultural um, paradigm to be able to come up with strategies and techniques to do well academically, to do well personally, to do well socially, and figure out a way of how to help the community. And some of the, quickly, some of the things that we have done, we have, Right now we have Institute uh, a Black Male Agenda Academy for seven to nine-year-old nine boys and helping them, taking them through an African-centered rights of passage program. We uh, collaborate with the National Black College Expo to help with the recruitment of black students at HBCUs. And this past uh, spring we got over 1,000 students to come to Bowie State University campus to be able to be a part of that college uh, expo. We, you know, helping to bring the, the great one, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, to Bowie State University. Um, we just do a whole lot of work to really to bring cultural awareness. Every um, couple times a month we have what we call a deep thought, which we analyze issues within the final call, uh, and use use those issues to help to bring the message forefront to Bowie's campus and having these intense roundtable the discussions with the black community. Um, we have a major award ceremony that we recognize faculty, staff, students, as well as community leaders on the outstanding work uh, that we do. But our main focus is to really help our black peoples to really love themselves, celebrate their greatness, and help to change the world. Okay, 
so the program is initiated, how do you measure the goals of the program against the results? What are the results? What are you seeing? What has been seen? And uh, just share that with us. Well, I'll, I'll share some of it because it's so much because they work. They work extremely hard. One of the things is that we make sure that academically that they are doing very well. Um, and from that academically process, out of um, there's some that are still in school, some that are graduated. We make sure that they get the type of jobs that they want to, and not more jobs, but more of their career goal. Because we also focus on entrepreneurship. Many of them have started their own businesses. So many of them are graduating. Out of the 34 members that is in Black Male Agenda, all of them are either have either graduated or still pursuing. It's pursuing their own academic enrichments. Uh, we make sure that um, they all dress very well in terms of their professional dress, and that has changed the culture paradigm at Bowie State University as it relates to the males on campus in particular. And so you see more people dressing up. We make sure that we institutionalize even small, small simple things of calling each other brothers and sisters as a natural norm as part of our language, and you see that manifested throughout the campus uh, community. You'll see as it relates to the deep thoughts that we have, our programs are very African-centered conscious programs that we tackle. You see many of the now organizations that put on programs, they're now based on a lot of African-centered consciousness uh, in terms of their programs is not some of this, most of this necessary foolishness that sometimes we talk about in these um, programs that we have. So you see that. You see a lot of, um, we give out a lot of awards and a lot of recognitions to a lot of faculty, staff, and students and community leaders. Now you see a lot of the different organizations and different departments on campus doing the exact same thing. But more so, uh, we have institutionalized even for ourselves, our, our young brothers and sisters, because we do have a, a, a women's group called Feathers of Ma'at, which is an African-centered women's group. Um, we make sure that the, the greatness of our culture is manifested as a natural norm inside and outside the classroom. And now you see that start to be manifested throughout the entire institution. So that is just some of the basic things as relates to some of the outcomes that we, our focus is to change the world, to change people's paradigm, to change people's outlook and, and value of themselves to make it, to bring out the greatness of you uh, and celebrate that greatness as if it's the natural norm because that's for all of our peoples. And you see that, that cultural change starting to happen as if it's the norm and not something as is... Um, Against the norm. Well, the my introduction. First of all, going to Bowie State was um, a trip that I was not necessarily going to make. Some brothers said, "Hey, we're going down to Baltimore, down to a uh, Bowie State. How long does it take to get there? How long, you know, when we coming back? Those are kind of Negro questions I was asking. <laughs> right. and so, so I. I get in the van and we come down there. And uh, we come down there early in the day because that, that was the whole thing. What time the events start, how early, how much time it was going to take out of my Saturday. So the bottom line, I think it was on a Saturday, I'm almost certain it was. The bottom line 
is this. I see the presentation, and coming from a corporate background, having worked in corporate America, having been involved in public speaking classes and that sort of thing, the presentations made by each and every young brother and sister impressed me from the standpoint of being able to speak uh, clearly. Uh, Most of them, my recollection, did not have notes. If they had notes, they just referred to it briefly. And then when they referred to the black male agenda in in, uh, opening uh, some of the, uh, the preceding speakers before you, it, okay, what's black male agenda? Then you come up and you begin to speak and you give credit to Brother Minister Farrakhan as inspiring the intent of the program and the possibilities of the program, meaning the vision where we can see the possibilities of something great. So coming out, I said, wait a minute, this there, there's something going on at Bowie State that the public needs to know about. And that's that's why I invited you for the second time. And basically we're going over some of the same material, but just give the background to what I saw as a a visitor to Bowie State and the composure and the poise and presentation and the energy of the brothers and sisters who presented. Well, we have... Um the Members of Black Male Agenda has a love for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan like no other, and that's why we have modeled even Black Male Agenda after the Nation of Islam. That's why we use the final call as our number source, number one source of reference in order to gain knowledge and information because we know that it is fact-based. Uh, at the same time, as you was talking about uh, the speaking, None of the members of Black Male Agenda on that stage, they use notes because it must come from the heart. Uh, at the same time, coming from the heart, you must know your stuff. You must be well, great speakers, and that's why even with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, as well as Dr. John Henry Clark, uh, Dr. Francis Chris Wesley, uh, Dr. Yusef Benjakinen, they watch them speak. They, they watch them speak, them speak, and they end up learning on different ways of how to present and bringing out the best in their presentation styles, and in their their poise and how they they character and how they conduct themselves. It has to be on point, upright. That is their role and responsibility, and that has led through the last three Mr. Bowie's at Bowie State University, all been from Black Male Agenda. The current Mr. Senior is from Black Male Agenda. Uh, From the Mr. Black and Golds, which are the attendants uh, to Mr. Bowie, uh, as well as the Mr. Essence, which is the second attendant, all of these leadership roles that they, they learn a lot, Members of Black Male Agenda have to be in those particular in those particular leaderships, and they have to maintain high standards. And so it is re- their responsibility in order to be that great leader, in order to help with the liberation and the salvation of the Black Nation. And so they have there's a lot that they have to learn and do. So in during that during that moment, they conducted themselves, but they used the Nation of Islam as the model. I'm going back to the beginning, and the beginning is that there were problems with the freshmen in the freshman dorm, and folks were at their wits' end as to what to do in terms of curbing 
the kind of actions that was going on at that time. Give us some of the some idea of what was happening and how quickly you folks uh, were able to see a turnaround after you all got together with brainstorming a, an approach. Well, when the the freshman males in the residence hall, uh, known as Holmes Hall, the freshman males was doing outrageous things, um, outrageous, very outrageous, um, from throwing stuff, you know, throughout, you know, trashing up the whole building, a lot of vulgar, um, a lot of just unnecessary behavior problems that I can, if I go more in depth, some of this is very disgusting on a lot of things. So it's like black black men running wild as freshmen and doing any and everything. And the resident director called me and told me, he said, Brother Shorter, uh, I don't know what to do with him. It was Jeremy Henderson. He said, it's just too much. I need some help. And I said, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get some other brothers together, older ones, but I want you to get all of them together, and we want to meet all the students. And so when we met with them, we started having a big open discussion uh, of a lot of stuff that was going on in the residence hall. But it was to the point when I started to change the direction of finding out more about having them to question who are they and what is their purpose on this earth and what legacy have they left and what legacy do they want to leave. And looking at that from that African-centered paradigm, um, that's when things start to change. That's when they start to think a little bit deeper in terms of their value and their self-worth. From that standpoint, the students began to organize, to strategize, and Black Male Agenda came into existence months later, and that's when you start seeing massive change. Instant black men dressing up, pants up. They have dressing up with suits and ties. You know, the, 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 them being able to talk, uh, practicing their speaking. You saw them being very respectful with the whole shivery. I mean, you just saw just massive, massive, complete change because the focus was for them to understand, not only gain the knowledge of themselves, but master themselves and feel good about the greatness of them being black and not being apologetic. And so based on that, that transformation helped to cultivate them to have more value in their life mm. and want to do something to be able to make their, their families, whoever that consists of, to make them proud and for them to understand they have a purpose on this earth and they have no choice but to immediately bring that purpose into existence. Let me and that, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said that became the instant change because it became internal. Ah, the change was not from the outside. It was generated from the inside of the individual's and I'm, the catalyst for that was the question that was addressed to the group but internalized by each individual, correct me if I'm off, was what is your purpose in life? Why are you living? What is, yes, right, and these, you know, it goes to the point of who are you? What is the nature of your existence? Mm. What is your legacy? And what do you want your legacy to continue to be before you leave this earth? 
And mm. for that point, it gets them to start thinking deeply in terms of who they are and who they want to become. And so with that, you set those goals. You set those individual goals, life goals, mm. from their personality to their values to their morals to their work ethics to their uh, career to their academics. All of that is a holistic approach. And you use that as a way of saying, this is what you want. And now you have to have an agenda, black man, to Mm. execute it. It's a visionary action plan that must be executed. And that is your responsibility, and you're going to have nonstop, 24-7 assistance to get to your goal. And that's what you have to work on. But at the same time, you have to cultivate other leaders. It's Mm. not just about you. You cultivate other leaders and you help them to do the same thing because it's for your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, your aunt, uncle, teacher, neighbor. When they start to see that instant change in you, not only just you see it, when they see it and they bring that to your attention, that's when you know that you're on that path. And that's what started happening dramatically. Beautiful. Our guest online is Brother Raymond Shorter of Bowie State University. He heads up the black male agenda component of their curriculum, and um, he's sharing with us the success of a program implemented coming out of a problem and turning that problem into a positive. The telephone number here is 213-943-3618, Hit one on your telephone keypad that lets us know that you have a question for our guest. Remember, this is a classroom. It's an exchange of information. There is no dumb question. The more questions that are asked, the more information you can pull from this brother. The idea in in in, in getting our brother, inviting our brother to the Keys 107 Network program this evening is to present here are some young brothers at that time who were basically, quote, lost, gifted and talented, but you could not see that. Once they came into a serious frame of mind, then their talents and gifts began to bloom. And what was the impact or what has been the impact of this program on the instructors, on the administrators at Bowie State in terms of the energy and the the um, deportment of these young brothers and, and also the rub-off on the sisters. Brother, Brother Short, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry, did you hear my question? What has been... Oh, yes, yes. The yes, yes, I thought you did. The teacher... Before you answer that, we have a call on the line. Caller, thank you for your patience. Thank you for joining us on the Keys 107 Network. Your question. Yes. Um, good evening, uh, gentlemen, brothers. Um, good evening. Pardon good evening. My question. My question is... The same question I have for the young brother last week, and I hope you'll be bringing him back because, by the way, Leroy, brother, that was an excellent, excellent program. I had a friend with me on the line, which brings the volume down, so 
we want some super volume technology. But that was such an excellent program. And the young brother, I can't remember his name, that was also with the um, bringing our young people to the gifted and talented. There was no time for him to answer that question, but I'll ask it to you, brother. So I'll, I'll listen over the air. If you mention his name, which I forgot right now, um, uh, and bring him back for to 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 to, to um, answer my question also. But my question is, is from what I can see with all the digital technology. I mean, you know, uh, people got their head in the text message and everything. I have to admit, I'm kind of from the old-fashioned, uh, y- y- you know, stance. But if reading, if my question is, is how do we pass the word? And you know they said that if you wanted to hide something from black people, put it in a book. So how do your students, and as graduates and postgraduates, how do they go on to make people in general understand and concrete ideas and examples of the importance of reading? Because the overstimulation of all the video and digital digital technology I think us has moving toward a culture of cruelty and totalitarianism uh, because people don't know what's going on, how we can spread the gospel of reading and the importance that there are certain things you will not know unless you read it in a book. And I'll listen over the end. Thank you, Brother, again for this program. Right. Thank you for your question. Brother Shorter, the importance of reading, how do you convey that? How do they pass it on to others? Well, one of the things that we do, we bring up questions of asking them different things. Like we ask them questions like, um, is there such thing as Greek philosophy? And Mm. as they start saying yes and they start talking about Plato or Socrates or Aristotle or Thales, we start questioning them to see even if those individuals existed or not and is there really a such thing. So, Many of the information that they talk about in just even natural life, we start to question that to see exactly how much information do they truly really know about the subject matter that they're really talking about. Even about the flow of money, talking about what's the origin of inflation, what's the origin of the Federal Reserve Bank, what's the origin of the IRS, and exactly what does things, how does things really operate. What is the whole concept of college, and how did it come into existence? What was the whole, uh, how did public institutions come into existence? What did, I mean, you start questioning and having them to start thinking. And then when they start saying, I don't know, and they want more information, you give them resources to read, or you read with them. Because a lot of times when, when a lot of individuals, when they find out that they learn some stuff, when they do get information that starts to um, make them feel empowered, they start to read more. And our students, it becomes a natural norm that you read because that's part of you being a scholar, because especially you read work from our peoples. Other mm. than that, you you will perish for a lack of knowledge. Mm. Beautiful. Excellent. Telephone number 213 913-943-3618. 213-943-3618. We have another caller. Thank you for your call. You're on the air. Thank you for your patience. Yes. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yes, yes. Peace. As long as I come in, greetings to the guests. Well, thank you, brother. 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 Well, thank you, br
Yes, this is Brother Brian. My my question is, in brief, how do you launch consciousness, our consciousness, or you know, the consciousness, into perpetual mode? It would, you know, because we seem to we seem to get excited about information and about aspects of consciousness, and then we go back. You know, many go back into a slumber. You know, like what 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 does it take to to sustain the fuel? You, you know, you follow follow what I'm saying? They say that of all the, the 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 blacks who are now affluent and those who are in business and maybe a few in manufacturing, no matter no matter how many numbers they, they the statistics tell us that get us excited, they say over the past fifty or sixty years of all all of those efforts. The percentage of blacks in manufacturing and in certain other uh, uh, substantial areas of business is still below one percent. You know, so there's a system in place that allows us to get excited about any 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 level of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet on the big screen, there really is no picture. You see, the picture is 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 refined to a feeling. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's the the reality of substantiating a a uh, your cleats in the ground perpetual in, in perpetual mode that is non-existing. We're operating on a feeling, you see. So you know what does it take? Is it, is it, I mean, in other words, those of us who believe we are conscious, have we become bourgeoisie? Have we not set set in motion? You know. Organizations or develop nonprofits, you know, and unified in that mode to to uh, which 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 organization is specific specific purpose is to continue to promote consciousness, you know. So we're all we with that because it appears to me that we're still on a feeling. Okay, brother, brother Raymond, you got that? I was trying to figure out which part of the question that he was asking because he said a couple things. Huh? Okay, let me let me do this. Um, in terms, but Brian, you're still there. Yes. Okay. What you do is give point one, point two, and if there's a point three, and those are the question areas. Okay. Point one, in terms of our development into self consciousness, awareness of self, and 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 relating that to our responsibility for development uh, for self, family, family development, and then and then moving outside of the home into the world, and 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 uh, in such manner uh, that that we exist with substantial consciousness of where we are and who we are at all times, and that we 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 put our stake in the ground. We accomplish something that has that's, that's meaningful. For our own being, our community, and perhaps the world. You follow what I'm saying? We're uh, perpetuated. Brother Brian, what I'm hearing you say is beyond just a great feeling, how do we get a mindset where, how do we instill a mindset in the individuals where they will look at building something? long-term, that has long-term benefits to their family and the community, et cetera. 
Yes, I, I met Brother Leroy about uh, 40 years ago. Brother Leroy has not missed a beat. You know, he's, he's human. We, we, we go through life, ups and downs, of, of, of course, but there's a consistency in what he is doing in, 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 in his right. effort to promote consciousness. Right, oh, right. That, 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 that's, 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 I'm trying to, trying to identify mode. How does the individual attain a, a reason to believe that they should, he or she should remain in a mode? Absolutely. 
you know, and, and my last point is, and I read, and I'm doing research to the actual facts that that this organization uh, 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 achieves memberships from the owners of these major these major uh, 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 leagues, you know, uh, sports leagues. Okay, because the purpose of all these sports leagues is entertainment, which is distraction. You follow what I'm saying? So, so, so where where fun and play, sport and games, is fanciful to many to many of us, it's a device that is uh, 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 rooted in a business plan. Okay. okay? Well, with with, with to wrap it up, people distracted. To wrap it up is that. Is that is that our effort to promote consciousness has planned opposition? That, that, yes. that, that's my rap. Yes, that is so, correct. So, you see, so so whatever whatever uh, uh, the brothers doing or other organizations are doing to promote consciousness and good faith, they have to know that there's a equal or, or greater greater opposition that's pre-planned to 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 cause those efforts. To be uh, 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 deplenished. Okay. All right. Thank you, Brother Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Keys 107 Network. This is the Communicators with Brother Leroy. Our guest online is Brother Raymond Shorter. He heads up the Black Male Agenda at Bowie State University in Maryland, and that particular program is instrumental in making a number of changes, not only with the core group. Let me go back. There's a core group of participants, but the ripple effect has been much greater than the core group. And that brings back the question that I was asking, the impact that the success of this program, the energizing of the students has had on the teachers and other administrators at Bowie State. But before you answer that, Brother Shorter, we have some announcements coming up. These are supporters of the Keys 107 Network, and we ask our audience to pay very close attention and to support those promoters of the Keys 107 as they support this program. We'll be right black after these messages. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face -face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Boom 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Boom 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories, and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuff shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia. 
Okay, we're back. And once again, this is the Keys 107 Network on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm Brother Leroy, hosting the show, The Communicators. Our guest online is Brother Raymond Shorter of Bowie State University. He heads up the Black Male Agenda Program there. And the telephone number is 213-943-3618. Hit one on your telephone pad. That lets our engineer know that you indeed have a question. What has been the impact, Brother Shorter, on the teachers and the and some of the other administrators at Bowie State? Well, there's, there's several quick things. One, that based on the Black Male Agenda and the work that they have been doing in terms of providing leadership and being as a great role model to the rest of the campus community, the president of the university institutionalized what he called his male initiative, which is a, which is a mentoring program that he used to really try to get the young men um, together and get them focused. But one of the, and he has uh, a series of speakers to come in several times throughout the year. But one of the main things is it is kind of required that the members of Black Male Agenda be there, be a part, be in attendance of that program because of the type of questions and comments that they ask every time there's a speaker to come in because everyone be very impressed in, as it relates to their speaking abilities. So we're, they're, they were influenced with not only with the male initiative program that the president has, but also on the speakers that come, it is, it's like a mandatory must there. We must be present to be at every lecture series that, that happens. A lot, of, a lot of faculty ask us to members to come and speak into their class as well as be a part of the programs. Many of the students always want members of Black Male Agenda to be a part of the program because they want some consciousness to be delivered in that program. At the mm. same time, they always, many of the, the, the university as a whole, the faculty, staff, and upper administration, they talk about how members of Black Male Agenda are like the, the, the positive, perfect examples of how black young men should be. And so they always are using examples after examples after examples. But our whole thing is more saying we want, we want the, the, the liberation and the consciousness about us to be a natural norm. And so when it comes to black being gifted and talented, we believe that all of our peoples are gifted and talented. And so all what our responsibility is is to bring out the greatness in all of us. That is our responsibility. And so we put the accountability on the faculty and staff to do that with the students as well as with themselves in terms of their profession and their life, and so they can continue on that tradition. So all it's not about being a part of Black Male Agenda. It's about all of us having an African-centered paradigm, which is basically bringing out the greatness of us as a people. Beautiful. And that is now, our focus. Now, they're, they're with a program such as the Black Male Agenda, being able to turn around that freshman situation, even if it was just for a year, that information spreads to other colleges, either uh, yes. some of the teachers uh, interact with some of the other teachers on other campuses or they move to other yes. campuses and they say, hey, here's yes. what happened. What kind of, of um, borrowing has uh, happened as a result of the black male agenda, people inviting you or coming to view the 
operation of black male agenda on Bowie State's campus? There's many schools, from colleges to those in the community, that continue to ask me, when are we going to have uh, other chapters of black male agenda? We want it. I, I get that all the time. Um, many leaders, and that's even one of when we started the Black Male Agenda Academy, when one of the parents who was watching um, the when Minister Farrakhan was on at Bowie State University, she was watching Sister Edwards, she, her and husband, Brother Edwards, they was watching through webcast because the tickets were sold out. And when she saw how the members of Black Male Agenda and myself, how we spoke, and the passion that we had, she said automatically, one, I want you, Brother Shorter, to be my child's mentor. And two, we came up with she wanted a Black Male Agenda Academy for the younger ones. She wants them, she wants the young men that she works with and in the community to go up and be like these college students that she heard speak. And so it's a continuous thing that we have a lot of people, and we are, we're developing a model because it's the same model that others use, but, you know, you just package it in a different way to cater towards the pop, a certain population of people. But it's the same model, the same model as the Nation of Islam, same model as the Black Panthers, as it relates to what are we going to do to help our people and coming up with an agenda, an action plan, make sure we have a vision. And, and implementing that to really help our peoples based on where they are in the condition that they're in. And that's what we're trying to package and to bring together. So we want to call black men and black women to execute your goals, your dreams, your hope. And in that, in that manner, it's not just about yours, it's about yours as it relates to your families, your community, and our peoples as a nation. And uh, in the beginning, you mentioned that the brothers in the black male agenda, that they are told that they have to make a commitment of growing other leaders. Oh, yeah, that's mandatory. Okay. How How is that manifested? Uh, it is manifested to the point that we go, you, my philosophy and belief system is, you can't be a leader if you're not connected with individuals who are leaders and who are trying to be greater leaders. You have to be able to reach out to the community and to the people, and you have to establish a strong relationship with them. And so with that, you have to learn from them, they learn from you. You give them, they give you. So based on what you're learning, based on how you're growing and developing, you must cultivate that in other people. So you must monitor, you must guide, you must uh, provide resources and support to all of those who you come in contact with. And so that is your responsibility. And so that's how you help produce and groom other individuals, by helping them to become greater than what they are. That is mandatory. It's not an option. It's not an option. 213-943-3618. 213 3618. We only have a few more minutes with Brother Raymond Shorter. He's at Bowie State University, which is in Maryland, and he heads up the Black Male Agenda. 
And when you look at the female component, you you mentioned the name briefly. I didn't uh, get that completely. Talk about that. Feathers, feathers of Ma'at. Um, we believe that you must have a balance of male and female, man and woman. And sometimes in any situation you want to be able, when you have a certain vision, you want to get the right people to be a part of it. Other than that, you have to wait until the right ones come along. Recently last year, uh, we found a group of women who want to focus themselves also on the African-centered paradigm and help with the liberation of our peoples. And so with that, uh, we formed a, a black women's group called Feathers of Maat. And they continue to do, they have a sister group of us. So now we got the balance of the black man and the black woman. And together we join forces to put on programs and initiatives to really help our peoples as a whole. And so they are doing some tremendous, wonderful things, wonderful things. And I do want to give credit to uh, Sister Brenda in D.C., who's part of the, the Nation of Islam, her tremendous amount of work working with them and to cultivate them. Uh, Sister Yasantawa, who's the secretary, the national secretary of the Afri this African uh, Association, Association for the Study of Classical African Civilization, which we call ASCAT. Um, we have individuals who work directly with them to really help cultivate them as well as with us because we need jagnas, we need guiders, we need people to make sure that we stay on the right path to help. That's why we build a relationship with the nation. That's why we build a relationship with ASCAT, to have individuals to to keep us, hold us accountable to stay on that right path. So yeah. this women's group, Feathers of My Heart, they are doing Oh, my goodness. It's beautiful to see black women on the college campus who are producing themselves in a, such a powerful, beautiful, magnificent way, and they are carrying that legacy to those in their community as well as the other sisters uh, throughout the college campuses and so forth. Now, on the black college campus, there are the major fraternities, Kappa, Omega, Sigma, AKAs, Deltas, Thetas, and each one has a a constitution or a mandate for achievement, some type yes. of uh, directive for the membership to go above and beyond the opportunity that they have to and to be an example. However, my experience is that the Fraternities during my time uh, coming through college have been more lopsided to the sport and play. Now, my question mm -hmm. is this. Has the black male agenda and the feathers of my aunt, have they had any kind of impact on these fraternities and sororities to adhere more closely to their individual constitutions of achievement? Well, that's a long story in itself, great brother. But I tell you this, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's a lot. Sometimes, and even on a and with with the, sometimes there can be some frustration amongst um, fraternities and sororities um, when other people are doing well and they're really trying to help them, as Feathers of My Heart and Black Male Agenda does. 
Uh, but even some of them come around and realize that um, we need each other because black men and gender feathers of my eye, our focus is to help all of our peoples. And so now you see, even at Bowie State University campus, you see a lot of more more conscious programs, and Black Male Agenda and Feathers of Ma'at collaborates mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. only with all organizations, but they collaborate with a lot of the fraternities and sororities on major programs. Mm-hmm. And those programs be some of the best conscious programs because they they recognize that when they collaborate with Black Male Agenda and Feathers of Ma'at, they know that the programs are going to be deep and it's going to be revolutionary. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, as we conclude, your contact with freshmen and the other brothers and sisters who are working with you on the Black Male Agenda, your contact with freshmen gives an insight into a lot of vacuum in their particular up, up, uh, preparation for college, let's say, things that are missing that yes, the parents and guardians could very well do at home. Based on what you've seen, what are some key things that parents and guardians in the audience can begin to do now with their high school students, elementary students, and even the younger people in their families so that when they get to the point of coming into a university, at at least those things are taken care of? Well, I would I would let them know a couple quick things. One, please, 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 let your child know how magnificent and how great that they are. Hold them to that great standard of leadership by getting them actively involved. Be directly invested in their lives. Uh, help them come up with specific goals that they want to accomplish, and work with them, not leave them on their own. Work with them to come up with strategies and make sure that they execute them. Hold them accountable to that. Help to cultivate them in their public speaking skills. Help them to pu- help make sure to, that their self-esteem, their self-confidence, their self-pride is really high, and they can't be persuaded or manipulated, or as the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan talked about, they can't engage in technology when other people are trying to implement on that. Making sure that they learn a lot about their culture, and they, and they they are proud of being an African. There is no question in their consciousness, and that they you you let them know the truth of what's going on in the world, and have them to read and have them to critically think and analyze as what you talked about in your opening program. Have them to critically think, analyze, and dissect information and do something with that information so they can end up doing great things. And so when they come to college it will be a lot more easier because they will be much more focused in where they want to go and making sure that they accomplish that. In terms of the elementary and high school students, what would be one, two, or three books for their reading list, they, they and their parents? For the, you say elementary, middle, and high school? Yeah, uh, because by the time they get to high school, they need to be been reading something anyway. So I, I'd say from uh, middle school on up. Elementary for black to middle men? school, high school. Yes, sir. For, for black men or black women or both? Oh, for both. Okay. Well, I, I strongly encourage um, uh, Visions for the Black Man uh, by Naeem Akbar. 
Uh, I encourage uh, the message to the black man by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I also encourage the ISIS paper by Dr. Francis Chris Wesling. Um, those three critical books will, will be uh, fundamental. At the same time, I encourage all family members to read all articles of The Final Call because mm -hmm. there's when you'll get a balance of issues for black men, black women, as well as the black family as a whole. I, I, that's where it should, that's where personally I believe it should start because you get a well-balanced, well-balanced amount of information from The Final Call. Beautiful. By the Nation of Islam. What is an email address that folks can interact with you after this show? R shorter the number zero zero at gmail dot com. R S H O R T E R zero zero at gmail dot com. I'm always willing to help my peoples. Very, very good, my brother. Brother Raymond Shorter, ladies and gentlemen. My brother, thank you very much for your work. Thank, thank you, sir. For your spirit, your energy, and much success to you and the other students and administrators and teachers on Bowie State University. I was definitely impressed. The Negro was submerged in me after coming down there. I won't ask you I'll tell you, I was asking <laughs> questions. How long is it going to take? How long are we going to be there? <laughs> I came down there. I was impressed with the audience. The audience was, I saw children, oh, yes. men, oh, men yes. with their children. And, yes, and I said, wow, this is a big event down here, you know. Yes, and, and it was indeed a big event not only for your folks there in Maryland, but for me and the other brothers and sisters who came and we're blessed to see a welcome to the minister. And once again, thank you for your work. May God continue to bless you and your family. Thank you. You too. And thank you, great sir, for helping to deliver the message that you do to the people to help us to become greater than what we are. Thank you, my brother. Good night. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for your support of the Keys 107 Network listening to not only the communicator program that we do on Saturday night, but the communicator program on Tuesday night. This coming Tuesday night, we're going to have a couple of very interesting guests going into the Boston incident. Now, the papers call it the Boston Massacre, but after you get into a lot of alternative information websites, there are a lot of questions regarding what happened up there who was involved, what was known, et cetera, why did it happen, et cetera. So that's this coming Tuesday night. We start at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and the co-host for that evening will be Sister Ma'at. She'll be bringing in the two guests who many of us have not heard before, but pass the word on. Watch out for the emails that we send out for this coming Tuesday night on the Keys 107 Network. Respectful Life Communicators segment, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to support your local media, black papers, black newspapers, get them into your home. 
let your children see you reading a black newspaper. When I say a black newspaper, paper produced by the local folks in your community. And also the final call goes without saying. And once again, thank you very much for your support. May God continue to bless each and every one of you with an open mind and sharing the information that you gained in this classroom this evening on the Keys 107 Network. Peace. The Keys, unlocking the doors to unlimited possibilities. I believe it. 